Welcome to Eternal Pages, God's holy word, the Bible, his eternal pages. And we're here today to talk about a topic directly out of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And we're blessed today. I'm your host, Elder Roger Roll, and we have with us to share evangelist, doctor, pastor, Peter Joseph. Welcome, Pastor Joseph. Thank you so much again, uh, Elder Roger. It's good to be with you, good to be with your audience. And um, again, uh, I pray, and, and I know that the Holy Spirit will use us yes. to be a blessing bless, today. Bless the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for having this special time. You carved this time out ages ago that we can come and share the good news of the gospel of peace. Mm -hmm. We're blessed, O oh God, for this opportunity, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor Joseph, we recently talked about mission to the unreached, and it was uh, so much we, we're going to do a part two. So mission to the unreached part two today. And I want to read from one of my favorite authors, Ellen White, mm -hmm. a commentary that she made when talking about mission to the unreached. Mm -hmm. And she writes, in the desire of ages, she writes, among those whom the Jews styled heathen were men who had a better understanding of the scripture prophecies concerning the Messiah than had the teachers in Israel. There were some who hoped for his coming as a deliverer from sin. Philosophers endeavored to study into the mystery of the Hebrew economy, but the bigotry of the Jews hindered the spread of the light. That, that, that's a, a stinging uh, revelation, uh, Pastor. Indeed, indeed. And then we go on. She writes in the... Um, Advent Review and Sabbath Herald on January 17, in 1893, she wrote, The Lord, the mighty Savior, has died for these souls. He can arouse them from their indifference. He can awaken their sympathies. He can soften their hearts. He can reveal to their souls the beauty and power of the truth. The master worker is God, a not finite man, and yet he calls upon men to be the agents through whom he can impart light into those in darkness. God has jewels in all the churches, and it is not for us to make sweeping denunciation of the professed religious world but in humility and love, present to all the truth as it is in Jesus. Let men see piety and devotion. Let them behold Christ's likeness of character, and they will be drawn to the truth. 
They are to lift up Jesus, the world's Redeemer. They are to hold forth the word of life. And so that, that's, that's so encouraging, Pastor. At one hand, it shows that the leaders uh, of Israel back in the day uh, were being told that men who were not Jews understood the prophecies better than them. And then he encourages us not to make light of different denominations. She encourages us mm-hmm. to do these things. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I say that because mm-hmm. we're talking about mission to the unreached, and very often we make certain assumptions that are, are, are not good. Indeed. So how do we tie in these words of encouragement that she's given us? Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's interesting to even think about how the Jews who had so much, been given so much, um, you go back to the Old Testament beginning with Abraham, hmm. God called him, <clears throat> said, I'm going to bless you. I'll bless those who bless you. I'll curse them who curse you. Mm. Through you shall all the nations of the earth be, be blessed. blessed. And out of uh, Abraham, of course, uh, you know, uh, Abraham uh, had had um, children. Uh, in particular, we look at we look at Isaac, right? Um, and you look at Isaac's children, particularly look at Jacob, mm-hmm. and Jacob had 12, 12 um, uh, sons, uh, 12 um, who became, the, the, these are the patriarchs, right? Uh, and then you look at Israel all the way down, uh, becoming a monarchy during the time of King Saul and David and yes, Solomon, yes. right? Uh-huh. Uh, okay, okay, what was God doing all this for? Right, because God was constantly protecting the seed of the woman. Mm. Genesis three fifteen, the seed of the woman. Right, because God is on a mission. Remember, we studied that long time yes. ago. Yes, God is on a mission. So God yes. protecting the seed all the way down. So all the so every age, every period that God had with the Jews was a prophetic period. So people were able to study the prophecies. Mm. Right. So when <clears throat> when we look at Babylon, right, Medo Persia. Greece and Rome, all these were prophecies. They were, they were, they were prophetic um, uh, information that was there. And so, and so as, as, as uh, uh, EGW Ellen White writes, that there were people in other places ah. who understood the prophecies <laughs> of the Messiah yes. better, right? Why? Why? Okay, so the Jews were so caught up with themselves and in the bigotry and the prejudice and the nationalism mm. that 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 they believe that the Messiah they were so literalists so, so was, mm. they were literalists they they believed the Messiah was going to come overthrow the Roman Empire <laughs> and then exalt them mm-hmm, mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. top. That's what they see as the glory of God, as the Messiah coming, right? So they completely misunderstood the prophecy. And guess what? They could have been corrected if they allowed the others to come in and help correct them. Mm. But they would never allow 
those folk who were there outside on who Ellen White said understood the prophecies better than them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They would mm-hmm. they would not allow it. So guess what? They were in a serious, serious, serious state when the Messiah came. They rejected him. And of course, according to prophecy, right? Because 490 years were given to them <laughs> as a probationary period. Ooh. You know what was the last event done by the Jewish nation in that 490 years period that was given to them? They stoned Stephen. Mercy. Because Stephen said that the te- that temple worship is at an end. Yes. yes. And worship is somewhere else now. Yes. Right? And they... They stoned him. But guess what? When they were stoning him, right, where the temple is now was open. He said, I see heaven open. (laughs) (laughs) I see Jesus standing at the right hand. Mm. Right? So it it is that kind of prophecy. I'm kind of going to it to show you exactly, right, what what, what she's talking about. Mm -hmm. The the understanding of those. So in in AD, AD 34, Israel as a nation lost with God, meaning their probation closed as a nation. Yes. So if you were going to be relating to God on any kind of unique term now, is that it's called spiritual Israel. Hmm. Spiritual Israel, right, are Jews and Gentiles. Amen. Amen. Accepting Jesus Christ Amen. as Lord and personal Savior. So... Again, so I brought you all up here to show you this. Because when Jesus was on earth, one of the <laughs> one of the, the, the experiences that Jesus had that, that most troubled me, right, had to do with faith. Hmm. Let, 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 me, let me tell you what I'm saying. Let, let me tell you what I'm saying here. So Jesus asked a question in Luke 18 after giving this par- uh, with this parable. When the Son of Man comes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shall he find faith mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the earth? Yes. Now, when Jesus went to areas where there were where there was where there were paganism and idolatry, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? There were people in those territories that had faith, right? And the Bible says when Jesus came home, he couldn't do much miracles because there weren't enough faith. Mm. But, but, Pastor, there was belief. So there's a difference between faith and, and, and belief? They, they didn't believe. Oh they didn't believe. So, so let, let, me, let me relate to your question here now. So, you know, interestingly, right, Roger? No, that's a good question, right? Interestingly, um, there's, a, there's a word in the, in the New Testament Greek, um, pistis. I think it's pistis, which means faith. Right, which means faith. So it's faith or it's belief. It's that faith or confidence that you see in action. Amen. That, that's what he's talking about. Right? So 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 faith is not just an intellectual thing. Oh. Right? That's okay. why I'm saying your que- your question is good. Mm. Faith is not just an intellectual. Okay, let me tell you now. Let me tell you. A lot of intellectuals are gonna be lost, right? Uh meaning in faith, right? If you're just you just have you just have an intellectual ascent to faith because you're in bad company. You know, in the company you're in, James said, "The devil believes and trembles." Oh, mercy, 
mercy. The devil believes and trembles, but he doesn't act on his belief. Yes, 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 yes. Faith. Yes. You believe and you act on what you believe, right? So I was saying that to show you what you mentioned about the Old Testament, right, was also true in the New Testament when Jesus was here, that he went all over to these paganistic um, borders, idolatrous borders, and you find people like the Syrophoenician woman. You find people like this centurion have so much faith, great faith. He come into to to come back to to Nazareth or, or right Galilee, he looking for great faith, and they didn't believe. So he couldn't. The Bible say Jesus could not do a lot of miracles in his home because unbelief of oh, you got the word unbelief mercy <laughs> that's serious eh mm. Mm. and 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 we i want to pause right on and on and and let's stay right here on this word unbelief mm-hmm. because pastor you're you're a man of of, of prayer mm-hmm. and we see there are times when Jesus came to wrath miracles through prayer that certain persons he, he put aside. He mm-hmm. put them out of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, should we be doing that today? <laughs> I believe that once <clears throat> you are going to engage in acts of faith, you need like-minded people. Amen. You, you, you can't have people who don't believe, right? You, you have to have all must believe. This is why, this is why they got to be put outside. They don't, it's a, some people are just a show of faith. Mm. They, they don't really have faith. It's just nominalism. It's just a profession, <laughs> right? It's not a possession. Oh, <laughs> pastor. <laughs> it's just a profession, and they could fool people with it. Mm-hmm. Lip service. Yeah, it's just a, it's it's not a possession. Mm-hmm. They could they could they could they could talk the talk, mm. but they're not walking the walk. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so um, I I I I'm, I'm assuming there are times when when mm-hmm. uh, um, at at times for prayer, mm-hmm. you actually in, in uh, put it out there, obviously in a diplomatic way, so mm-hmm. that persons. Who only professing you you give them an opportunity to uh, step out of the room yeah I, I I if I'm praying for for somebody seriously I only call people to be with me who believe amen, amen. I, 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 people who quest doubting and yeah. not believing yeah. and I don't yeah. I don't that, that's just my that's that's the way I, I I see the whole thing right I believe you I believe that the scripture is correct in Acts chapter 2. They were all in one place, in one accord, oh. and then the Holy Spirit came upon them. Amen. And I, I always uh, keep in mind that when they first took to come on one accord, did not happen automatically. No, no. They had to spend time with each other. Indeed. Get to know one another. Indeed. Understand one, Indeed. one another. Sort out their differences with each other. Indeed. That's how... We can't be Indeed. able to come on one And again, you raised a, a, a tremendous um, point, right? Because a lot of us think 
that unity going to fall out of heaven in the ch- to the church. <laughs> We're going to have to work through it. Yes. That's why Jesus prayed in John chapter 17 yes. that they all may yeah. be one. Yes. Right? So you, you mentioned how the disciples came together uh, for 10 days, mm-hmm. right, and decided to work through things, mm-hmm. right? Simon the Zealot. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine Simon the Zealot was a revolutionary against Rome, mm-hmm. And then you have Matthew, the tax collector, mm-hmm. right, who, who's there robbing mm-hmm. his people in the interests of Rome, mm-hmm. right? So how these people came together? Yes. Huh? Yes. It's, 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 so so they, they came together, right, because they worked through their differences. They put aside their prejudices. They put all that aside. Mm. And, it, and they did it for the gospel of Christ. The Bible said when they were in one place, and in one accord. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> they got on the same page because they recognized the mission is to share the gospel of Jesus. So so even in that, we have to put self aside then. Indeed. Indeed. And, um, you know, the, the petty jealousies are a problem in our outreach. Let, let, let me tell you why I'm saying it. Okay. So, so God has given gifts to the church. God has given teaching gifts and pastoral gifts and evangelistic gifts and so. But everybody can do the work of evangelism. That's what Paul says, do the work of an evangelist. Everybody can do the work of an evangelist. All of us ought to be missionaries and soul winners. However, God gives some people a gift of the Holy Spirit, and they develop it. Okay. Now, it, it, it becomes sometimes... Um, a, a bone of contention in the church because sometimes Might evangelists are seen as superstars. They're not supposed to be seen that way, mm. right? But sometimes evangelists are seen a certain way and there are some people who don't like it, right? So you have these kinds of, you know, you could have schisms develop over, over, mm-hmm. over, over that. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have to understand that the body has gifts. The body has gifts. So once you have your gift, pay attention to your gift. Amen. Don't look Amen. at the other person's gift, mm. right? Mm. The, 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 the liver doesn't look around to, to, see, <laughs> <Mercy>. to, <laughs> to see what the colon doing. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the liver has to pay attention to its work. Yes, 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 in the body. Amen. Right, and so what happens is that you have areas of the body that are not paying attention to what they're supposed to do. Mm. They're looking at other, how how they how especially the visible gifts, mm. because you have some you have some gifts right that are hidden, that you can't live without. <laughs> yes, sir. Hmm? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. It we is, we can see one another. Body. Yes. Yeah, we can see one another here. I, 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 we can see our nose. We can see our whatever. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, we can't see the kidney. Is yes, the sir. kidney important? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Some gifts are just not as publicized. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. But they're needed in the body. Very much so. Yes. Yes. So as as, mm-hmm. as we look at this pastor mm-hmm. and, and talking about gifts and him, mm-hmm. how do we as because I'm coming back to um how Ellen White wrote about God has jewels in all churches. Woo. And it is not for us to make sweeping denunciation of the professed religious world. Mm-hmm. How do we, 
as a particular denomination, we are Seventh-day Adventists, how do we recognize the Anglican Church, the Catholic Church, the Baptist Church, the Methodist Church in, in what she is saying? Okay, very good point. So the Seventh-day Adventist Church came up incipiently in 1844, meaning it emerged according to prophecy in Daniel 8.14. When it emerged according to Daniel 8.14, right, and, 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 and the other passages, it also emerged with the prophet, Ellen White, the last day prophet, right? Then in 1863, it became the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Mm. It was given, right, there, there, are two important, there are two important features, two important theological features, right, that we have to look at now when it comes to the Seventh-day Adventist Church. I'm answering your question. We're giving mm -hmm. you background, mm -hmm. right? When the church emerged, it was supposed to restore truth at the same time, the sanctuary ministry would begin. Ah, uh -huh. So the church Heavenly would emerge, sanctuary. right? Mm -hmm. So the church would emerge to restore the truth that was cast down. The truth that was cast down, of course, had to do with the sanctuary message, right? So the church would emerge. And the church would declare all the truths that had to do with the sanctuary. Because it was cast down. Mm. It was cast down all through the dark ages. But in 1844, the church emerged. Mm -hmm. The prophet emerged with the church. The heavenly sanctuary ministry began. So we had the message. So that's why you see Revelation 14, 6 through 12. And I saw another angel yes. fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, to every nation, kindred, tongue, people. Mm. Why? Because God has jewels Ooh. in every nation, yes, sir. in every other church. Yes, sir. He has jewels yes, in sir. the Catholic church. He has jewels in the Praise Anglican the church. He has jewels in the Baptist church. Amen. He has jewels everywhere. Yes, sir. And the fact that we've been called to carry out distinct features like the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord. Jesus is coming again, not a secret rapture, but publicly. Amen. The fact that God has asked us to do that does not mean that we are better than them. Ooh. Right? Because, because when the Seventh-day Adventist church emerged, it, it, it had to do with people coming from these churches. At the beginning, Ellen White was a Methodist. Yes, yes. You yes. had Congregationalists. You had a, God brought them together. Amen. Amen. And now he brought us together. He says, I want you now to go right back where you came from and, and tell the people the truth that you have. We are not better than them. So when you see people declaring messages like, oh, um, you folk are going to hell because you eat meat, right? 
that, that ain't got nothing to do. That, that, that's, that's what you call heresy. Ooh. Right? Because you eat meat, you're going to go to hell. It's called heresy. Right? I don't wear jewelry and all of that. But you tell people they're going to hell because they wear jewelry. That's heresy. Mm. Mm. It's not, it, those things, they are not built on, on salvation. Mm. Those things mm. come out of a sanctification process. Where people grow in Christ. You know how many people struggle before they get to a certain point? Yes. So, so God has jewels. And hold on. God has jewels in other churches, right? Hear this, just like the Jews, because sometimes we get bigoted as Adventists. God has people in other churches who may be more devoted than us. Mercy. <laughs> who yes, have sir. greater faith than us. Yes, sir. And better understanding of the scripture. All of that, just like the Jews. Yes, <laughs> Just, just uh, that's back in the so we must not uh-huh. right. So we must not have this bigoted and, uh, and 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 this kind of prejudice against against people in other churches. Mm. No, once we're doing that, we need to be pulled aside to get a second touch, so we can begin to see things the way God sees them. Yes, yes, yes. God has jewels. Yes, yes. Everywhere in all the churches. Hallelujah. Right. So God uses us and says, I have one fold and I want, I, I want, I, I'm, there's one shepherd, right? So if there's one fold, there's one shepherd, God, this is why God send us. And he says, call these people. Call these people. Because we, this, these, like, like the Sabbath, the Bible Sabbath is a distinct feature. The, the, the second coming of Christ publicly it's a distinct feature. Huh? State of the dead. Yes, sir. Distinct feature. Sanctuary in heaven. Yes. All these are, God said, listen, I, I'm giving you a lot. Go and tell the people. And once they listen, they'll make a decision. They'll either accept it or reject it, yeah. but they can't ignore it. Yes, yes. Amen. And I like, I like, uh, as we prepare to close, I, I like to, um, a saying that you use often, scat, uh, gather to scatter. Yes, yes, yeah, very important, yeah. But that's what, no, God, amazing. God gathers us, right, so that we can scatter. scatter. We have to gather to scatter. Yes, and so as you say, we're to go into these churches. Mm-hmm. So can you pray for us? You know, often often we think about praying for them. Mm. But, uh, Pastor, as we close, can you pray for us that we will take this message to our brothers and sisters so that they will hear the gospel as God has given it to us? Yes. Oh, God and Father, thank you so much. Thank you so much for just showing grace to us like you showed to Abraham. Yes, Jesus. This, this last day church, the Seventh-day Adventist church. So, God, it's such an important task you've given to us. And many times, oh God, we get into ourselves and we get into the programs and, and the institutional squabbles sometimes, forgetting the great mission. Oh God, open up our eyes to see that the fields are white unto harvest. Mm. 
open up our eyes to see that your people, your jewels are in every denomination, every church. I know God help us like Jonah not to run away, but like Abraham, help us to be obedient, yes, to go and lovingly declare the message that you have given to us so that, oh God, they like us can come out of Babylon yes. and be a part of your remnant church. We thank you for hearing us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you so much once again, Pastor Joseph, for sharing on Mission to the Unreached. And thank you, our listening and viewing audience, for joining us today on Eternal Pages. I'm your host, Elder Roger Roll, saying share what God has laid on your heart because that's your mission. Be blessed.